Peace. Um, Real quick, this episode is not going to be anything really deep. It's just an observation. It's um, just something I've been seeing when I've been watching movies. uh, And, and, you know, I have this thing like where I watch a movie to enjoy it like everybody else. But my mind won't allow me to not see certain imagery, certain suggestions, uh, certain symbolism or certain underlying um, motive, well, underlying motivations that are not tied to the movie itself, but are tied to an agenda outside of the movie in real life. When I sit down to watch these movies, I cannot not see these things. Um, so there's this show called Lovecraft Country. Uh, shout out to my favorite podcast, uh, Kind of Movie Critics. Um, that's by far my favorite podcast. I can listen to them all the time. Um, kind of Movie Critics was covering uh, Lovecraft Country. Um, and <laughs> This might this might get deep at some point, but I just have to find a way to articulate it. Um, so kind of movie critics is composed of a mostly black podcast with two white members <clears throat> and the white members are white people. Um, and this is no disrespect to the white members who are on that show, if they even would hear this. Um, episode um, but they're they're white people they live within the context of being white in a white supremacist not society because when you have global control over the entire planet and you have influence over the entire planet it doesn't it's not it doesn't even become society at this point it's it's It's, it's you. You have you exist with within the framework of a super system. <clears throat> it's not even a system. It's it's like a superstructure, white supremacy, that is all encompassing across the face of the entire planet. When you exist in this state of mind you can't escape this state of mind on your own and there's very few black people who are knowledgeable enough to speak directly to the nature of what a white person is to help them bridge the gap out of their false sense of self into a real human identity Because most black people are so afraid of white people that they will not even properly analyze white people. Just for as an example, you know, black people that endorse interracial marriage. Interracial marriage has a, a, a another term that's assigned to it where it's called miscegenation. And miscegenation is a process by which 
you basically it's basically just race mixing. That's that's what miscegenation is. Okay. <clears throat> now, black people and and some white people. Some miscegenation basically from a white perspective is a kind of casualty of war type of thing. From a black perspective, miscegenation or interracial relationships is a, 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 you know, like a fan, like a dream come true fantasy, living in a fantasy kind of context. There isn't a lot of knowledge and a lot of conscious decision making from the black person's perspective from the white person's perspective depending on the grade of white person or the intelligence of that white person they can also be in a fantasy like relationship with this black person but they also are very conscious of the fact of where they stand in society you know Interracial relationships is still a very a new concept to this society. It was, you know, a white man sleeping with a black man, a black woman and a black man is nothing new because that was something that was practiced during slavery. What is new is a black man sleeping with a white woman. And that is the reason why it is promoted so viciously, because from the perspective of white people, it is a casualty of war. This white woman, she's just a casualty of the great. She's just a loss that we'll take for the greater good of our cause as white people. From a black person's perspective is, oh, man, this is what I always wanted my whole life. I always wanted a white woman. Oh, boy. From their perspective is she's just a pawn that we are letting them take so that we can get their queen. That's it. The white woman is a pawn to the white man. The black woman is the. Well, I'll get to that later. That's that's besides the point. But what black people are so, so afraid of white people that they don't even really understand that. This country becoming an entirely black country or an entirely brown country in the next 50 years is a frightening reality to white people. The merciful thing to do would be to spare white people like Muhammad Ali said. Muhammad Ali said, you know, we could end your entire race overnight if every black man hooked up with every white woman right now the white race would be gone in a in in a matter of a few quick strokes a few quick pumps and the white race would be pumped out of existence there would be no white children there would be a lot of black children with curly hair so the merciful thing to do from a black perspective would be to allow the white man to have access to his women and there's some white men who are very adamant about this they are just as adamant about this as we are adamant about this they are the intelligent white men the stupid white men are the men who follow the trends but the trends are set by the by another group of intelligent white men okay so there's an intelligent group of white men that control the world 
Then there's an intelligent group of white men who are under these white men. They have to submit to these white men, but they have to live in the world that those upper white men don't have to live in. So they have to hold on to more conservative views so that they don't lose their whiteness, so that they don't lose the structure and the, 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 um, the totality of their whiteness to the forever shifting norms and trends and uh, fads that come in and out of you, the social structure. So they stay conservative. That, that, that's actually intelligent on their part. People like to, you know, really denigrate the white conservative I don't denigrate white conservatives the white conservative is just being himself um, he p- promotes white on white love white love there's black love and then there, there's white love it's not I'm not really going to get into what white love looks like it certainly isn't to the same temperature as black love, but that's for them. I really don't care. That's for them. Now, <clears throat> people want to look at those men and say, call them racist because they're trying to protect the integrity of their race. So what I'm saying is that black people oftentimes will overlook the intelligence that a white man says because it has because they feel as though it has a racial bite to it but the fact of the matter is that the more conservative a white man is the more intelligent he is white liberals <clears throat> they're not intelligent okay, people team, i know i've been around to each and every one of you and i know you're exhibiting the right I'm at behavior work. so keep trying i'm at work <laughs> white liberals are not intelligent people they're liars they're, they're not intel- they're intelligent in how they lie. They're very crafty, very tricky people. But as far as integrity goes, they really don't have integrity. Joe Biden is a man of no integrity. None. Donald Trump has more integrity than Joe Biden. Donald Trump tells it how it is. Donald Trump says what's on his mind. He, I respect that. For me, for one, I respect that. Joe Biden is a man who will change his words according to whoever he's around. That's that's a that's 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 a two. That's not even two faced. That's like having no face, but just putting on a mask that suits the occasion. That's like having no face at all, but just having a closet full of faces. You see what I'm saying? So. On this show, we're talking about Lovecraft Country. Both sides are making good points when they're talking about this show on this podcast that I listen to. I, for one, have my own opinion of this show, but I'm listening to their opinions because I respect their opinions. They're highly intelligent people. It's it's one of the most thorough podcasts regarding movies that I've ever listened to, ever. They're, They're very intelligent. They articulate things and and you will you could actually learn a lot of different perspectives from listening to them. That's what I like. Sometimes there's a lot of perspectives that are regurgitated and people, you know, tend to look at them as though they're new just because it's said by a new person. I'm the type of person is I don't care if something is said by a new person. 
if it's an old concept or old perspective, I'm not that interested in listening to it. I don't care about the freshness of the face or the freshness of the mouth that it comes from. I'm more concerned of do I already know this? And if I do, then I really don't have a whole lot to like, you know, I don't have a whole lot of energy for it. As far as these people go, these people surprise. They they keep me on my toes intellectually because they are always presenting an angle that I did not consider, which I what which I love. I love that. And you love it, too, which is why you're listening to this. So they have they're on this podcast talking about Lovecraft Country. All the black people except for one. This this one black guy on the show named Martin. He's very he has a very pessimistic kind of viewpoint overall in general. But there's there's some there's times when you know I it's like an older brother that I have. My older brother he he's a pessimistic person. He he sees no light at the end of any tunnel. He doesn't know. Hey, Omar, did you like that new song that came out? Nah, I don't like any. I don't like any music that comes out today. I only like music that came out in the 70s. Did you like that movie? Nah, I don't like no movie except for The Last Dragon. The only movies I like came out in the 80s. I don't like no movies except for The Ninja Turtles, Thundercats, and Transformers. Everything else I, I don't like at all. That's how my brother is. He is stuck in a, well, he's stuck in a time period of not being able to see things, not being able to contextualize things and, and find enjoyment in things that are new. But he also is just a pessimistic person. And this person, Martin, on this podcast, he's kind of like that as well, but to a very, to a lesser degree than my brother. My brother is the extreme spec on the extreme end of this spectrum. But Martin he made a he made a very he 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 does not fully support Lovecraft Country, and and I feel connected to usually when I listen to kind of movie critics, I agree more so with the main leading man on the show, this guy named Treasy, um, because he usually will be he usually is the the you know. He he has a good feeling for something when it's good, like I do. But Lovecraft Country is a very tricky show. It has a lot of tricknology in it, and I'll explain that in a second. Um, very tricky show. I first want to start by saying that Hollywood is placating black people. Because the importance of black people is becoming so increasingly relevant and obvious that white people have to use everything in their arsenal and everything in their power to make it look as though to make it look as though they are our friends. Because the day of judgment. When God comes to destroy Satan for mistreating the chosen children of Israel is is coming. That that I don't want to make this conversation about that, but it's very difficult not to address that because that is the time in which we are living, and we are living at the end of the world, not the end of the planet, not the, the destruction of the planet. There's a difference between a world and a planet. 
<clears throat> very quickly, a planet is a structure, a physical structure. A world does not necessarily have to be physical. A world can sometimes be interchangeable with planet. When you talk about you destroyed their world, um, that can sometimes be interchangeable with a physical realm. But sometimes and oftentimes world is more so of a concept or a system or some type of untangible yet it has tangible effects on people. It's intangible because it exists as a as a thought. It exists as a permeating thought that exists ubiquitously across the entire realm. So it exists in thought form, but through the thought, it has a physical effect on reality. If you destroy that thought, then you have essentially just destroyed that world. If you go to the source of this thought, if you destroy the thought of white supremacy in the, in, at, at its source, you will destroy, in, in essence, you would destroy white supremacy and you would destroy the world. A, part, a lot of that has to will will require culling, um, destroying actual people because a de, de, detaching a person from an idea that is deeply rooted inside of them is a surgical process that takes many years, and many people are not really willing to undergo the surgical difficulty that it takes to remove white supremacy from out of their. Uh, consciousness is a part of their identity to, for white people and some black people and those people are going to be killed I'm just saying how it is so Hollywood has always been a proponent of spreading messages regarding this fight between God and the devil and most movies that you see will have that in it. It, it, it that is really the essence of a story where they took a story and the story has you know three parts at in in truth all stories have to have an antagonist and a an protagonist this is just smaller um stories that speak to a bigger larger story that is taking place on a larger scale not a co I wouldn't even say cosmic scale because the white man has not achieved cosmic greatness to the scale that God has achieved has achieved cosmic uh domination so it's not an even fight when people talk about God and the devil just to be clear God is a physical human being and the devil is a race of human beings and satan itself is also kind of interchangeable with this race of devils satan is not one man satan might be a few different men who are white who are behind the scenes pulling all the levers and you you know placing money into these different um evil organizations to you know to the benefit of 
well, really themselves first, and then, you know, white people in as a whole second. But these people are really so evil that they will forego some of their own, which we saw in 9-11. You know, 9-11 was also considered to be, you know, a... Uh, 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 a necessary evil for a greater good in the eyes of the American government where um, the American government killed their own people. Killed their own people to make a way or entryway to enter the war in Iraq because of the oil reserves because of the natural resources and the wealth in the Middle East, not to mention the Middle East, as they call it, which is really just an extension of Africa. It is the Africa's extendo clip. That's what the Middle East is. So not only is there natural resources to be acquired and like I think Donald Trump says taken um, but Islam is also the prevalent religious identity in that part of the world and Islam is the greatest enemy to white supremacy not Christianity Christianity is a tool of white supremacy not Buddhism. Buddhism is a neutral um, is a neutral religion that does not even really you don't hear of many Buddhist monks on the forefront of some type of racial or global injustice. You don't hear of that because they are a party of people who who tend to remain neutral. Neutrality is good in some cases, but not in all cases. Neutrality is um, as a as a doctrine is not uh, it's not good at all to be to take a vow of silence, you know, all for the greater discipline of the human being, but to take vows of celibacy. This is not good for humanity because, well, you know, it's an extreme celibacy for life is an extreme and rampant fornication is also another extreme. There's, there's a balance that God has ordained. God damn, these white women are so annoying. Um, and that is the path that we should be following. Now, um, I don't want to get away from this point. Um, so when I when I watch TV shows to bring it back to Lovecraft Country, because each one of these thoughts can be they can be expanded upon. Uh, so if you, so sometimes you might hear me kind of go on tangents, you know, jumping from one thread of thought to another. I'm like spinning a web a little bit. At least that's what I'm attempting to do. Um you know, some spiders spend beautiful, you know, beautiful artwork, uh, you know, web. And some spiders just make little webs that live off in the corner and they collect dust. 
and I'm attempting to do something beautiful. So just bear with me. Um, this show, Lovecraft Country, very tricky show. Tricky in how it incorporates agenda because the show is dealing with black black suffering at the hands of white people that's what the show deals with but the show is is able to do this in a way where it is non-threatening and that's what white people want white people want a show about slaves or former slaves who are desperately trying to get away from them this if, if you got to look at yourself as a white person this is all all of this just makes white people look good we are so powerful that people struggle against us in their day-to-day lives this people struggle to try and c- compete with us you have to understand when you see a white man in a business suit and he's proud and he's, he walks tall and he speaks his face he has a glimmer his face doesn't glimmer and shine for the same reasons that your face does his face doesn't glimmer and shine because he has a love for god behind his mind Normally, it's because he has a love for money and the acquisition of money, and he has a a love for power and the acquisition of power. And and predicated on that is the keeping the foot. His his people have been able to keep the world, not just black people, but brown people and red people. His people, his a, a large source of his pride and his power and his confidence comes from his people being able to keep their foot on the necks of everyone else. So he doesn't laugh for the same reasons that you laugh. His humor is not the same as yours. The his the reason why he wakes up in the morning is not the same reason you wake up in the morning. The reason why he does what he does is not the same reason why you do what you do. These are different natures. And even though we exist in the same world, there's different natures at play that have different effects on how they are seen different different visible characteristics of these natures and i'm not talking about the skin but i'm talking about the attitudes and the traits and the behaviors of these two different people black and white so this show is about black people struggling against white magic white sorcerers white witches and they are just you know very you know regular black people who were just it kind of just so happens that they were thrown into and 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 i might be this might be an oversimplification because i'm not trying to get into the nitty-gritty of all the intricacies of this show this show is is very intricate (laughs) and and it and it and it really to speak to the show from a cinematic point of view or from a film critic point of view its intricacies 
are not well deserved meaning that it's it's too many things going on in a short amount of time for it to really be considered world world uh creating is lord of the rings has intricacies when you went to Saruman and and when the ring was created at the Mount of Gordor and the 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 dragon that watches the the gold is sets is smog and it is intricate because you can get into the background of each one of these things but it's intricate over a natural course of time to, to where it flows and it seems like an, a real world it's not you know this 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 Lovecraft country here boy this is like this it, it it's it's very noticeably fictitious um it it there's not a single thing in this show that feels real this show felt real for about 10 minutes when it first came on on the first episode and after that it was just one it's like this show is like if don't you know like in the distance when you see the amusement park and you don't just see one roller coaster you see like every single roller coaster in the amusement park and it almost looks like every single one of these different roller coasters are one single roller coaster when you look at the amusement park from the distance and you're like oh damn there's the goliath and you're like oh and there's the superman and there's the Batman. This show is like if those roller coasters actually were connected together. That's what this show is like. There's just one series of events happening after number. Boom, 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 boom. Just so many different things happening to the point where it is, you know, it, this is just from a cinematic point of point of view. But the thing that I don't like about the show that's very tricky is that this show attempts to point out a narrative of black people's relationships with white people but in a ever in a never ending kind of way like things will never get better like like it like it's almost perpetuating a stereotype instead of solving it solving the stereotype solving the problem um, is a, a show that won't be on TV. You're not going to see shows with black people solving problems on TV because that show would look like this. White people killed this person, killed that person. OK, and then uh, we as black people, we just went off and created our own world. The show where black people go off and create their own world does not exist. What does exist is shows like Power. With black men imitating white men trying to obtain power by the same ways that white men obtain power, which is through gun violence and drugs and, you know, everything else. So a black man trying to obtain power from through the same vehicle as white men. Even having a white man as your as your as your best friend. See, this is this is where it gets weird for me. Because Power's integral character is a white man that this black man trusted. And he, he sold all his faith in this my best friend. He, he my best friend, Tommy. 
to Tommy is a white man. He didn't have no b- black brothers in the in the in the show that he was tight with. He's tight and close with a white man. So these shows are not black shows at all. Because a black show would be a show about the nation of Islam. That's ooh, that's what ooh. I don't want to talk about the nation of Islam now. Cause that's too black for me. <laughs> that, that do black. I, I, I like my empire. I like my blackish. There was a time in black culture where we were happy to have all black everything. There was a time. There was a time where it was where our culture was black. It was it was vibrantly black. It was. Dashikis and it was anks and it was people reading and going to the library and studying and people going to um, not parties, but people going to meetings and groups and forming groups and forming alliances and protesting and, you know, doing different things with activism that existed for a very short period of time. But then white people destroyed that. This was a concerted effort by white supremacy to destroy blackness. And it happened in a it happened so um, imperceptibly that we we don't even know how it happened to this day. It's like well, we had we had Martin. We had single. We had living single. We had we had we have uh, we had um, different world. We had all these black shows and then poof, they, they just went away. They started implementing weaker and weaker and weaker elements into black shows to the point where black sitcoms became nothing but pure buffoonery. Shows like Moesha. But people don't want to say, oh, I don't like I don't like that example. Okay. But what I'm saying is that the shows became weak in their concept of what blackness really means. The shows did not become Uh, uh, Like the Cosby show The Cosby show was not about Art imitating life Because with black people if, if, If art imitated the life of black people Then all of the art that we make Would be nothing but pain and suffering All the films, all the movies All the TV shows, all the paintings Everything would be suffering Everything would be low morality because if, if art imitated life, but if art tries to inspire life to be better, that show would look like the Cosby show. The Cosby show was not about niggas living in, in, in New York. This, the show wasn't about niggas living in New York. The show was about black people trying to achieve a level of greatness in, their, in the comfort of their blackness. Mind you, not being awfully white. Claire Huxtable was very articulate and very poised, but not white. Bill Cosby was very articulate, very humorous, very, very versatile, but not white. Very comfortable in his blackness. That is what the entire theme of the show is based around. A black man's comfortability to express himself freely. Now, some of you, you know, may want to take that, you know, into an inappropriate way, but I'm not here to talk about that right now. What I'm here to talk about is the fact that black television is not black television. 
There's no such thing as black television. Black television only exists as a word because people like to use black to define any any old damn thing. BET is called black entertainment. BET should be NET, nigga entertainment television, because there's nothing black that happens on BET. Black is not black is supposed to be this all encompassing word. It black means nigga, black means slave, black means negativity, black means rotten, black means good, black means power to the people, black means afros and and lollipops and, and grape soda, and black means no, 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 no. See, that's a black that's that's what happens when you allow yourself to be inundated. And controlled with these different themes and and different ideas that are perpetuated through the media. That's what happens when that 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 that's what happens. So you water down your blackness to the point where it's it's nothing to really even it's nothing. You know, this show Lovecraft Country, it has no resolve. There's a very clear antagonist in the story, which is a white woman who is also a white man who, you know, which goes back into the transgender because because agenda is this is an agenda driven show. This show is agenda driven. This show is about uh, this show is about that homosexuality. This show is about transgenderism. This show is about all of it. Anything that's popping in life, this show is about that shit. And it's not about it in a way where it is trying to find resolve for it. It's about it in trying to find a way to accept it as a normal thing. Because, again, conservative beliefs are not bad. Because conservative beliefs require scientific understanding it'd be a damn shame for you to go to 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 believe that to believe in the periodic table and to believe in the different elements to then go into another to then to grow up and to believe that air can become gold you spent you you spent the first part of your life knowing the difference between elements and how they're categorized and how they are classified. And then you grow up and allow the world to tell you, hey, there ain't no such thing as periodic tables of elements. Gold can be water. Water can be gold. Silver can be grass. Grass can be trees. There's no... There's no boundaries to how this universe exists. This universe is not a scientific organism based in mathematics. This universe is just a big party. You do whatever you want. So conservative belief takes understanding of basic science and basic reality. Um, and from that perspective, I guess you could say I am a black conservative in, in thought. In practice, I'm goddamn like a black liberal sometimes. But in, but ideology, you know, um, ideally, in my mind, 
in what I strive to be, I adhere or whether rather I like to be um, I like to be uh, more um, conservative in how I think. There may be, you know, there's Hold on a second. Um, you know, there's always inconsistencies to overcome, room for improvement. But at my core, I'm a conservative black man. So, so, and that is the goal. The goal is to be conservative. Conservation. Preservation. That's the goal as black people, you know, it's not to cut out portions of your blackness and pass it out to everybody that comes to Brown. Oh, here's here's some of myself. Let me give you a, a piece of me. You give a piece of you to everybody that comes around and some people just take what you gave them and throw it up, throw it in the trash. And some people take what you gave them, eat a little bit, throw it back at you because they, they don't have any real value for blackness. Um other than what blackness can do for them. So it's a, it's a strange concept um, because like I said before, white people both hate and love black people. They love what you can do for them, but they hate what you could do for yourself. They love what you could do for them. The best cooks in the world are black people. The best entertainers in the world are black people. Best singers, best dancers. They love what you could do for them. But if you were to take all of that away and say, okay, we're going to create a world for just us, just a, a black, a big old black world, they hate that idea. No, don't do that. So that's what this show, Lovecraft Country, you know, is just like every other show on TV with black people. You know, Tyler Perry's The Have and Half Nots is about a black family warring against a white family. Look, ain't going to be no warring against a white family. That's just you trying to be friends with white people. Let's just call it what it is. We're at war with each other. We have a strong dislike for each other. And we just can't seem to get away from each other. No, it's not. It's just that you are addicted to the drama that exists between you and these people. And it's all fabricated for the sake of the story of the show. Because in real life, you know, black people are either, you know, inseparable or they are very clear enemies. You have the in, in the real life, what you have is you have Negroes who are oblivious to who they are as black people because they have been programmed by white supremacy their entire life to see white people as their friends. And then you have other black people like myself who grew up the very opposite and are who keep our distance and they keep your distance. Black people, that's not in TV. In TV, what you see is these relationships where it's very obvious that the white people in the show can't help but be racist, can't help but say some racist thing. But the black people in the show always say, oh, you're so funny. Don't say that again now. Okay, or we can't be friends. I'm just kidding. We could always be friends. 
that's basically the dynamic in these shows. It's, it's very light. Everything is light. Every, nothing is serious. Nothing is taken serious as far as the black characters go. The black characters are not serious about being black. And Lovecraft Country is no different. Um, you know, they have a antagonist in the show, but they, they frequent visits with this antagonist so much you would think they fucking love this girl, this guy, whoever the fuck this person is you would think they just like this person being around because they they frequent each other so much um so even though the show tackles issues and it has a artistic way of putting spins on different issues, it's still very much just perpetuating uh, social agendas that are uh, from white supremacy all over again, but putting them, packaging them in a black ribbon. That's it. You got the brother from The Wire. He's gay again. It doesn't have anything to really do with the context of the show, but the show is very estrogen. Yeah, I mean, the show is very emotional. And that's what I mean when I say it's not a black show. It's a feminized. It's a feminized. Um, it's a <laughs> it's a black show. It's no, it has black people in it. But the agenda inside of the show is for feminism, homosexuality and transgenderism. It is nothing. It's black people that are not doing anything black at all. It's very heavy on the woman. The woman is is powerful. The woman is the black woman is powerful. The black woman is this. The black woman is that black girl magic. The black men in the show. One black man is a homosexual. The main lead character. He's a suspected homosexual, except for he, he, he's knocking down every woman in the show pretty much to, I guess, to his credit. But he's also entirely he's also a character with not much development through the course of the show. Now, somebody would say, well, it's only one season. But with this same logic, with only it only being one season. It also goes back to what I said before, that the flow of the show should also be slower. Right. If you're developing characters, then the pacing of the show should be slower instead of everything happening. Boom, boom, boom. You have one woman in the show who became an intergalactic superpower unto her own self all in the course of one episode, although the episode had a lot to do with interdimensional space travel so of course they made it oh, i lived in the course of this episode which is 30 minutes long or an hour long i lived in a multitude of different life lifetimes and i lived 250 years and and i have acquired all of this experience and all of this knowledge to become an intergalactic black woman because the black woman is god right another false concept created by white men in honor of black women to falsely inseminate black women with more sense of power and pride in themselves than black men have for themselves 
to destroy the power dynamic in the black family by making everyone worship the black woman. Not everyone worshiping the black man should not be a thing either, but understanding the order in which life comes should be a thing because we live in a, in a scientific universe and children don't come from women because women like to say that children come from us. No, the hell they do not. Children come from men and are planted into the wombs of women where they then grow. And that process, I'm not going to, you know, I hope that the inflection of my voice did not suggest that I think that that is a mediocre thing because it certainly isn't. It's, it actually is. It takes less energy to do the planting, but we have to be very considerate with, with what life is. You know, that egg is not life, but that sperm is life. And, it, you know, just because the man, you know, can ejaculate in a couple of strokes and the woman has to build the child in her body for nine months. Doesn't mean that one is more important than the other. We don't want to destroy the man in favor of the woman. Nor do we want to destroy the woman in the favor of the man. But the black woman has allowed herself to be tricked by the white man. To be coddled and to be spoiled by the white man. And this this show shows that as well. This show shows a black woman who is having sex with a white man. Who gives the black woman a potion to turn herself white so that... She could feel what it's like to be white, but then she come to find out that this black, this white man, excuse me, he's not a man. He actually a woman who took the potion herself to turn herself into a man. Right. So she now this white black woman is guilty of two things that she had no that she she's guilty of now being a a, 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 a bid winch or a negress or you know, some mammy slave kind of character. And of course, she's a big busty black woman. So she fits the mammy stereotype perfectly. She's sleeping with the white man. But now they have this woman committing lesbianism. So now she's a lesbian by default. This show is very tricky. And once she comes to the knowledge that she has been sleeping with a woman, you would think that the woman would say, oh, hell no. Nah. I don't get down like that. But no, the the black woman is so smitten. She she basically what I'm saying is that this show has no resolve. This show is not about getting away from your enemy. This show is about getting closer to your enemy. That's all this show is about. That's the trick of it. I'm not trying to get into the intricacies of this show. I'm trying to point out a reoccurring pattern that exists in all so-called black TV shows that come on today. They are not black. They don't have anything to do with a black agenda, which is the separation from white supremacy. They don't have anything to do with that. All these shows are about globalism under white supremacy, feminism, homosexuality and transgenderism. That's it. And that's all. That's it. You can peel once you peel back the onion, no matter how it stinks, that's exactly what it is. That's it. 
say, oh, I like this show. I like what happened on that last, you see that last episode that happened on last night? It doesn't matter. The, 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 sometimes, you know, the details just don't matter to, to the greater detail. The greater detail can erase all the, all the, those are minor details to me. Last night, the characters went on this wild adventure, y'all. Yeah, but what happened? But did they, did they become more knowledgeable of who they are as black people? Nah. The main character is still a whiny bitch. Everybody cries every episode. How they are pushing these actors to their emotional limits like this every episode, I do not know. I do not know how these actors are not going to their dresser rooms or going home and just going to sleep for two days straight because they are exerting so much emotional energy. And the exerting of emotional energy does not hint towards strength and does not hint towards something that is going to find resolve. Resolve. The word resolve. It sounds final. It has finality to it. It has power to it. Resolve. Listen to the word. I resolve the issue. It's complete. But when you spend every episode crying, <laughs> you don't have resolve. You, you don't even have the impression that you are going to solve the problem at any point in the future. You, you, you trying to make this show five, six, seven, eight seasons long. We're going to have five or seven or eight seasons of black people trying to get away from these bad white people. But they ended up having like, you know, relationships with the white people. So it becomes increasingly difficult for them to really escape and really be black people and be free. And at the end of the show, there'll be light skinned babies and you know, the black people will realize that they are a part of their own problem all along. And that it really is no difference between black and white. It's just all about love. That's what they want you to say. That's what they want you to think. Um, yeah, the show's a trip. The show's a trip. <clears throat> There's times in the show where I really am impressed because the lead actor, uh, Jonathan Majors, he's impressive. The, um, the sister who, the light-skinned sister who's been in she, this sister's addicted to the past. She's in every movie regarding this exact time period. Um, <clears throat> but she's a phenomenal actress, too. But what I'm saying is that with this show, the acting is so it's so over the top that you I don't even take their tears to for tears anymore. I, I just think their faces is wet I don't even have the same emotional reaction in myself to their tears it's like a person who keeps crying wolf you know eventually you don't care I don't care that you guys are crying this episode because you were just crying last episode you were crying at the beginning of this episode you you cried throughout the, the entirety of this episode I I do not care I'm emotionally removed from the trauma that your characters are going through because it seems to me that your characters really actually like being involved with these crazy ass white people 
And that's really what the show really truthfully, that's what the show is all about. That's all the show is about. It's about a way to stay connected to white people by adopting white people's programs, homosexuality, feminism, transgenderism. That's it. They got the brother from the wire. I mean, it was such a graphic scene, him having sex with this man. I mean, it was graphic as hell. He, the brother spits, he hawks up, I mean, to lubricate his penis, to enter this man. He hawks up like a, a, a mouthful of spit into his hand. And I'm like, yo, this is so over the top. This shit is so graphic. This shit, and and I mean, just the act of seeing a man penetrate another man is so sickening. It's so, it's so unnatural. It's so, it's so disgusting for one. It's just disgusting. But it more than that, it's so sad to see the man who's being penetrated because he is so destroyed as a man. Is you are assisting a man in helping to never be a man. That that's 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 destructive. Because when you help a man to destroy himself, you are robbing a woman of a husband. You're robbing ch- unborn children of a father, grand gr- grandchildren, and, and and so on and so forth. One man can produce an entire legacy, and you destroyed that by. Because, but who destroyed it first? Because it's not the black man's character that destroyed it. But this, what this, what this show is not showing, is the horrifying effects of white supremacy and how it destroyed the masculinity, how it destroyed the integrity of the black race. Dave Chappelle said it in one of his episodes. He said that the white man bombed Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And the Japanese been making Hello Kitty products ever since. Basically, what Dave Chappelle was trying to articulate was that the white man bombed the masculinity out of the Japanese. The white man bombed the strength and the and the masculine principle out of the Japanese. Now, truthfully, I don't know how true that is because I I, I have a. Uh, you know, Japanese culture is actually very masculine in, in its it, it's actually split to be kind of like two different things at the same time where Japanese culture has a very, um, you know, animated and very woman like um, principle that it exercises in its anime and in you know and all of that you know that propaganda but then it has also a very 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 disciplined side that is very masculine and very respectable very samurai that the way of the samurai the way of the ancients is still coursing through the practices of the japanese who live today He may not be a samurai chopping people's heads off, but he chopping up sushi in a in a way that he is still venerating the spirit of his ancestors and how he makes sushi. So so that statement is is definitely true. 
But this is the end of the episode. So, peace.